This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning comic book store, Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. And listeners like you, head to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate or check us out at Patreon backslash TwoHeadedNerd. Our story this week picks up where we left off last week. Welcome to a very special holiday episode of Two-Headed Nerd. I am your head number one. My name is Matt Baum. I love you all and hope you're all having a wonderful holiday week. Joe, myself, the Tverdicks, and Joey Mick reunite in this one to tackle part two of the death of Superman. Funeral for a friend. Trust me, it's a Christmas story. You're going to love it. So put on your slippers, settle in, pull up that blanket, and get ready to cry your damn eyes out for eight issues. God, you're really special. Welcome back to Slack Issues. It's part two of our very special Slack Issues. What were we calling this thing? Extravaganza? A holiday, holiday extravaganza. Well, it's a holiday extravaganza. I don't know. I don't know what holiday. We're gonna have to find a holiday for the third uh, chapter. But at least for this chapter, this is your Christmas slash Hanukkah slack issue special featuring the funeral for a friend chapter of the death and return of Superman. Uh, and when I say chapter, I of course mean eight chapters. Right. It's a very solemn, sad event. And Joe Patrick, if you could join me in song, we can just. Uh, just get into the emotion of the moment, oh boy right? okay and he will raise us up on eagles wings it's beautiful you guys that is beautiful i actually know the song you sang oh god I think we all know that song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's I, at every I've funeral, it, right? I've sung it a lot of Catholic life. funerals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the only one who doesn't know the song is this guy over here. Hugo. Yeah. Good for Hugo. Good for Hugo. There you don't you need go, to know Hugo. that song, bro. All right, go yeah. ahead and push it out of your head. You don't want it. Trust me. Uh, all right. As you may have heard, joining us once again is the Slack Issues crew. Matt Baum, of course. Myself, the Internet's Joe Patrick. Hugo Tavertic and his dad, John. And Joe, Mr. Mc, Michalunas, welcome back to the Ziggurat Fellows. Great Happy to be here. here. Happy holidays. We're so glad to have you. Well, when last we left, the saga of the death and return of Superman, Superman had recently perished at the hands of Doomsday. The heroes are reeling. In fact, when we pick up the story, it is seconds later, minutes later even. The world is reeling from the death of the Man of Steel, especially his fellow heroes. We see them gather to pay respects. Uh, speaking of the Justice League here, they share their memories of the departed. They don their stylish black armbands on sale now. And we learn just how badly Blue Beetle and Booster Gold were hurt by Doomsday's attack. Real quick, though, did, has, did we? I think last time we were discussing this, did anyone actually ever see one of those red arm, armbands in real life? No. I never saw I, one. I no. Never. No. Okay. Now let's go even further. Not too long ago, uh, in the past few weeks, they did a 30th anniversary of the death of soups. And there was an interview with Dan Jurgens, and he's like, yeah, there's this whole new comic coming out and there will be new armbands. And you know what? 
None. Nobody saw them. They're still not anywhere. I, I'm convinced it was never a thing. So <laughs> it's like that. It's like that Shaq uh, genie movie. We we're all just like imagined that it happened. Right, right. No, Kazam actually happened. Kazam happened. Oh, the Kazam Sinbad, is the Sinbad genie. Sin- movie. The Sinbad genie movie. That's right. Sinbad genie movie. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The black art. The commemorative black armbands were only polybagged with the platinum edition of the Death of Superman of Superman seventy five. So it wasn't in like every copy you bought. So that's so. why. But like, but that was out there. They made at least a million of those, right? I mean, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember seeing that places, but I still never saw the armband. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, there's a blue armband. Mr. Gold wears a blue armband with a Superman symbol on it, and it's literally the only thing on this costume that's not torn off. Well, yeah, he it's got it. True, he got his butt. It's kit. true. The rest of it's just gone. He got his He's walking around naked most yeah. of the most yeah. of the yeah. shows. Nobody had yeah, time to know, change. He, <laughs> that's he the got, thing. Uh, he got he got his he got his head you know he got slammed into a car door it was a whole thing yeah. he's all he's all torn up but yeah so this is obviously just m- mere minutes because they they're at the hospital at at uh, boosters or at uh, blue beetle's bedside and uh they're like oh he's in bad shape guys and then the justice league show up and they oberon for some reason has those armbands ready to go oh yeah I, i'm not sure where they came they were from already or, printed or why he had them no, i mean they're super people maybe they can just crank this stuff out i don't know i'll give them the benefit of the this doubt. is what's so interesting about <laughs> oberon and other folks who are just plucked and put into really important moments where like batman is not there yeah wonder woman's not there nope but that's why i like it because if batman and wonder woman were, were there we'd be like oh of course they put the trinity there to like see him die the fact that it's all these randos with, you know, guy with the horns, like, so I don't know. I like it. But yeah. it makes no sense. Yeah, you know, Bloodwind. Yeah, Bloodwind. Bibbo. Bloodwind. But yeah, that was the that was the Justice League at the time. You know, Oberon was mm-hmm. still Oberon was still kind of like the Jarvis, I guess. Not he wasn't a butler, but you know what I mean? Kind of like the He was like their helper, right? Facilitator of yeah. the Justice League from the Justice League International days, and he was still with the team when this all went down, so he had those armbands. In the immediate aftermath of Superman's death, attempts are made to resuscitate our hero, whose invulnerable body makes most efforts impossible. Uh, we check in with local hero Gangbuster, who nearly smacks Cat Grant's kid. Who is dating Cat so- Grant, by the way. That, that blew my mind. Gangbuster is dating Cat Grant. <laughs> uh, and let's be honest, the kid kind of has it coming because he's a little snot. Yeah, Cat's kid is a real piece of crap. Definitely. He is. Yeah. You know, he, yeah, I don't want I hate to, I hate to, I hate to reveal what happens to him later, but it isn't good. Oh, really? Does he get Ryan, killed? Uh, Cat Grant's kid is murdered by the Toy Man. You know what? Uh, shortly after Superman, comes I'm just back gonna to say it. Good, yeah. good. This kid sucks. <laughs> this kid All totally right. sucks. <laughs> All right, Project Cadmus. <laughs> Project Cadmus's corrupt director, Paul Westfield, who we are seeing here for the first time, I believe, tries to claim Superman's body. For science. Sure. But Guardian and uh, Turpin, uh, our friend from the Metropolis Special Crimes Unit, Dan Turpin, they ain't having it. And when a supercharged attempt at defibrillation fails, the truth finally sets in. Superman is deed. Yeah, they literally spend like, I'm going to say six pages shocking superman's body yeah. <laughs> on tv the, the, by the way this is on television everybody's watching this 
<laughs> it takes everybody else a long time to do that. But the very first line in the whole thing is Bloodwind going, yeah, he's dead. I'm going to see if I can save ice. Right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, he's yeah, like, well, he's, yeah, yeah, he's, Bloodwind, he's dead. Yeah. Bloodwind is psychic, right? There's, and so he's like, no brain activity. I'm out. There's no less than two psychic people at this event. Bloodwind. And then there's the demon horned guy that hangs out with Guardian. I can't remember his name. Uh, double, oh, X. double X, double X. We yeah. decided double is a X. monster. <laughs> it's a full on monster. <laughs> it's not a monster. But here's the very nice. Here's thing. the deal. And again, you're going to hear me apologize this whole night, guys. I'm, I apologize. But like when this came out, like this hadn't happened before. And so like DC was taking its time and going like, if this really happened, like the world would sort of stop. So I'm good with how long it took. My problem is, but I, speaking of Turpin, and I said this before we started recording, uh, this this issue rem- reminded me of how Tom Grummet draws all men the same, and they all look like Turpin. They're all a version of Turpin, absolutely and it rules, absolutely. And I love it. No question. I love Tom, I look, I love Tom Grummet, and I won't apologize for him. Totally agree. It's great. Oh, and it's not Turpin that's shocking. It's Bippo. It's Beppo. Or Bippo. Oh, you're right. It's Bippo. It's Bippo. It's Bippo. It's the same character. Yeah. Bippo, who looks just, well, but Bippo is not dressed like a security guard at a Sprite-themed theme park, right? Yeah, that's correct. Bippo is just wearing. It's Bippo. Yeah. You're right. Just gets massively electrocuted with the same face absolutely but just just like beating down pug of a dude and everybody's just standing around filming like imagine if like i don't know some beloved like uh serena williams had a heart attack right and we were like oh my god she was on the like every we had all these reporters here they were filming serena williams she (laughs) she fell over had a heart attack and then we filmed the emt shocking her for 10 minutes on national television like no one would be like can we please turn the cameras off this is disgusting (laughs) look at the look at the slap at the oscars i watched that live and that just kept going that happened he was like I don't know. What okay, to do. that happened this fast. <laughs> Imagine if the slap turned into Will just beating dude just down for fight. like <laughs> for like fifteen minutes. <laughs> you know, and like, and no one did I mean, anything. <laughs> just like, I, look, oh, we, like we've oh. seen them air tra- like tragedies on TV before, the Challenger explosion, which I know totally. happened again, like in a all split very second. Sudden. This is a man. Nine eleven. Like they add footage of those burning buildings up all day on nine eleven for weeks to come. And so. even that was buildings falling this is a person laying on the ground right with but it's two also, telepaths that are like yeah that guy's dead right, and they're well, like not good enough for me like, <laughs> if this is your main sticking point we're gonna be here all night so i'm we'll just saying it up. it's a little yeah. egregious <laughs> it's also it's also unprecedented uh, unprecedented for everybody there and i something like to john's point about about them taking the time uh not only from like a meta perspective where it's like the readers are seeing this unfold. Right. But also uh, there's a lot of discussion about it's Superman. It's he's Kryptonian. We don't have any idea what we're doing. Sure. Here. He's an alien. We're like, we are, this is uncharted territory. Yeah. Like what? I do we gotta, like that. We got to do something. I do like the professor. What's his head and Beb and Bibbo. Like whenever you need an invention, just hauled into a frame. No problem. They can pull a, la- a gigantic <laughs> laser gun on top of a building. They can show up with a big electronic, like, heart shocker. <laughs> like, whatever you need. Yeah, man. That was this era of, like, <laughs> Superman comics. And, Joe, I didn't stay with Superman the way you did. But I just remember there just always being, like, 
a giant chrome blue Always. gun machine, Always. something that got brought in. Yeah. And it was yeah. monochromatic I mean, and it like it did its thing. And it was cool. Like, but yeah. Professor Hamilton is, you know, a super genius. Lex Luthor, also a super genius. Sure. Like Metropolis is lousy with crazy technology. Oh, well, and also Inner Gang, who is running around with weapons from Apocalypse. Like you like you can't swing a dead cat without hitting something that humanity has no business touching. Right. Like right. everybody you know, in, in Metropolis, Metropolis should have cancer. We like just from being near right. this stuff, right? <laughs> well, well, plus, you know, like 40 miles outside the city's project Cadmus and they're dr- dr- True. dumping clones into the sewer system underneath <laughs> the city. You know, it's just and don't forget about the giant are, tree house that's over there too. Yeah, the giant yeah, habitat, right? Yeah. Over the course of the next several chapters, and I'm going to kind of gloss over this stuff, but feel free to jump in because not very much happens. Over the course of the next several chapters, we see the impact that Superman's death has on his friends and family, especially those that can't publicly mourn him because of secret identity concerns. Of course, I'm talking about the Kents and Lana Lang. Right. And to a certain extent, Lois. And at this point, Lois has not called the Kents. And she keeps making a big deal about it. She's like, I haven't called him. Uh, I feel like yeah, such a jerk. I mean, she's like, what do I, you know, what am I supposed to say? Hey, your son's dead. You know, like they probably watched it on TV and yeah. they did. We know that they the did. The whole world did. They did. And, and then her like what, looking at the phone, like pretending to wait for a call from Clark. Yeah. Like in the, uh, no, I loved it. Like I thought it was great. It so- she's trying to keep up. Oh, so good. It's so, it so dramatic. <laughs> no, it's great. Okay, let me ask and a question. I'm glad we invited him to this. Let me ask a question before party. we move on from Adventures of Superman 498. Is oh, Doomsday um, dead here? Is he actually dead? Because they do a thing where like his body moves and like his body moved. And they all yeah, well, freak out. 498? 498. Yeah, the first issue um, of I would, Funeral uh, for Without spoiling anything that comes in our third chapter uh i would say that at this point in time doomsday is dead yes okay but we learn but we also know that doomsday can come back from the dead and he's even more badass well we know that now we know that but okay like we didn't know that at the time and nobody in the story knows that no but they they did a thing that's why i was asking because i was just like oh well i mean they're twitchy right they're like yeah the one guy that we had that can beat this guy is dead and I think I saw his body move. Right. You know, so like they're freaking out. Other- before we before we bail on adventures, Superman 498, is no one going to bring up uh, Lex picking up Supergirl in the... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. He takes wrinkled purple <laughs> yeah. Supergirl back home and he's like, baby, oh, you look yeah, disgusting. And, she, right. and she's like, am I near him? Oh, it's so good. Oh, good. Okay, so we All move right, to so- Justice League America number 70, which is titled Grieving. <laughs> Uh, I hope you're uh, ready to grieve. (laughs) uh, As I said, my notes are more of a summary because I already talked about the armbands and the heroes gathering that happens in justice league. Right. And um, that's got the art by Dan Jurgens and Rick Burchett. Pardon me. Layouts by Dan Jurgens. finished art by by Rick Burchett. I thought the art here was really good, by the way. Yes. I, I love this team together and they are very, very good. Um, but yeah, we see, uh, ice and Bloodwind again, the scene has just happened. So a lot of these issues are overlapping and, uh, it's in the immediate aftermath of the death. And this is where we see booster at the hospital with blue beetle. And we see how torn up, uh, 
Booster's costume is. Maxima's here. He's like, oh man, that guy totally was hot for his bod. God, she's the worst. And then Guy Gardner walks in and he's like, don't worst. worry, baby. I'm still you're here cool. if you're horny. <laughs> like, guy. And he, call, he calls her Maxi. Read the room. Uh, <laughs> Superman just died. <laughs> right. Uh, Guy Gardner. And then she I, blasts him. Yeah. She blasts him with her very vaguely defined uh, mental powers. Uh, fun fact, Maxima has the ability to control metal, whatever that means. What? Which means I think she's telekinetic, but only for metal. So why is she able to shoot? I don't know. It looks like she's doing like a telepathic, Man, like a telekinetic the 90s, blast. The 90s was just filled with like, somebody's got blasts. And that's she's got blast. She's got side blast. Some sort of there's a K in there, a kinetic. Like there, that was just the. So you're telling, yeah, there's there's some kind of kinesis going on. A uh, guy Gardner has the worst bowl cut. I, oh like, yeah. uh, And that's saying something because Guy Gardner has some classically bad hair. Well, it's two tone here is, though. It's like the bowl cut is orange, and then his sides are shaved, and they are yellow. They're lighter <laughs> orange, yeah. But also, I love that he's got the band aid yeah, stuck to his, his temple <laughs> over his hair, <laughs> which is really great. It is um, over his hair. Oh yeah, my yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, Blue Beetle is is in a dire way. Booster Gold doesn't know if he's ever going to be able to be a superhero again. The fiber weave circuitry and power cells are so advanced, I doubt 20th century science can understand it. Yeah. Don't worry. In a couple of years, Superman's going to turn electric and then you're going to be just fine. Hey, all right. Booster Gold I needs was, a haircut. This is the most super like serious I've ever seen Booster. He gets really serious. Oh yeah, because this is a this is a very serious era for the yeah. Justice League, as He's I upset. touched on last time. And um, all Oberon Maxim- is wearing like camouflaged like weightlifter pants or something, <laughs> which is a choice like a, for a little he person. He looks like a kid from like Hugo's school, like camo God, pants, yeah. and right. like a solid like target. He's got he's got camo joggers on, right. and like, like yeah. the kid in uh, Big Oberon, Daddy Oberon when he chose it. his own outfit, and and Adam Sandler's like, "Are you sure that's what you want to wear?" I dress myself. Yeah. yeah. No, Oberon, Oberon is a little person, and I'm sure it's hard to find clothes in his size. It's got to be tough. Uh, that looked like absolute garbage. It's a it choice. looks like his shirt should say like "sus" on it. Like it's just like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say he's dressed better than Fire, who is wearing a straight up stripper costume. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know she is. Uh, back, back to back to your point though about Booster Gold. I had to reread this. Like I remember when we were prepping for this a time or two to just make sure that it was booster. And I was like, wait, was there somebody else? Cause tonally he was so totally off. different. Yeah. He was completely serious. It's true. And while he is unhurt, he is not as Maxwell Lord says unscathed. And uh, so this is a, uh, this is a pre heel turn Maxwell Lord, which is interesting. So in about 15 years from now, Maxwell Lord's going to be a full on murderer. Yeah. Well, you know, it happens. Uh, and the guy he's standing vigil by at the hospital is going to be his victim. What a twist. Now, all the characters that you wish were in the Justice League show up to the Justice League headquarters at this point. <laughs> yes. Uh, Fla- Flash is here. This is Wally West. He is currently a member of Justice League Europe. And so he shows up in New York and uh, he is sh- joined shortly by Aquaman Batman, Hawkman, Robin, etc. Et so real quick, Aquaman oh, shows Lantern. up and the, and Aquaman's like, hey, this sucks. Seeing Superman die, that's really tough. But you know what sucks even worse? Seeing a kid die. Now, I was like, what is that about Aquaman? Like, His kid maybe, died. Maybe it's not the time. Apparently he had a child 
that he was killed. That child that was murdered by black man. Okay, and yep. this and this is gone. This is no longer in continuity. I don't think so. Probably okay. not. Because I had no idea, and I was just like, "You're kind of like trying to steal the spotlight right now, Aquaman." <laughs> like, I get it. Yeah, you know? like, like whose <laughs> dead kid are you mad about? Right. Yeah, I'm like, what are we talking it's, about? It's like any dead super, kid. Or? Super Debbie Downer. Like that person. You're like, "How you doing today?" They're like, "Oh man." I've just uh, my arm hurts. I got to work late. Like, yeah. I didn't really care. I Turns out I can't you. have children. <laughs> <laughs> but right yeah. after that, Batman swings in in one of the, I don't, I don't even know how to explain what his anatomy looks like while he's doing this. <laughs> but his so shoulders. We literally were screen, just right? talking about how good it looked. And we were and like, until this panel. No, where, no, no. Yeah. Hugo and I were just talking about how good the Batman. We actually think, yeah, no, we think he looks great. But look at the shoulder twist. Yeah. Like, I, like, his torso is twisting. And like, by I the way, Robin is yeah, diving directly into the ground on the same panel. Yeah, he's got like, his rope in his hand. You Robin's going to break his neck. He's got <laughs> his, his rope in his hand. Next. All right. <laughs> Green Lantern is here. Hawkman is here. And again, this is like the world's most obscure complicated version of hawkman and it's the I worst believe, hawkman costume this, uh, this costume version of terrible. hawkman at this point in time this version of hawkman barely even knew superman so like right there's none of that silver age connection from when he they were in the justice league together this is not carter hall this is not even katar hall oh i thought this was katar uh, hall from this isn't no this guy's name this guy has a different name i believe oh boy yeah, this is also as a child when I was super confused by his emblem and his costume, and I was like, "Is it the Thundercats like cross? Yeah, yeah. Thundercats crossover it, into DC? It looks like a Thundercats." <laughs> yeah. Now, okay, so if you look at this costume, he's wearing the red and gold, and then go check out Black Adam. This looks very close no, to what Hawkman in Black Adam is wearing. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. It's You're crazy totally right. how I mean, he was wearing yep. he's wearing red gold pants wings and no shirt in Black Adam. He's not wearing a shirt. But he's got but the, he's got the red and the gold. It's all over. He's got yeah, the, the he's got wings. the mandoliers, yeah. right? As we call them, the mandoliers. The mandoliers. Is, yeah. yeah. Uh we got we have Nightwing I here. <laughs> we ha we have Nightwing here in a costume that's only slightly better than his high collar deep v uh yeah. george perez costume i prefer the deep i prefer the deep v i actually do prefer the deep v to this with this the underarm, the this underarm I'm, I'm the odd man out I, this is my nightwing this really is, i love this nightwing god i hate oh, this nightwing. Nathaniel nightwing all the way i hate this thing oh, so and good. the power love girl it. that's in the next panel oh yep. my god they were <laughs> trying something no, that's, they were trying that's something bad. different with power what girl they were uh, <laughs> elongated man whose identity, oh. by the way, is public knowledge, is wearing a mask. Right. Uh, for because of reasons. Uh, He's branding. He's on brand. Come on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, but hey, guys, his costume again, does have a giant E on it. Okay. I'm going to keep coming back and being the apologist. Wolverine, the X Men, they're all wearing their masks. And, you know, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Wolverine okay. wears a mask. He does, but he's also he's Logan. Like, he has no last name. He's still a man of mystery. Man. You know, like, come on. Elongated man never wears a mask in, like, other comics. This is true. This, one. this is You're true. Right. You go, it's stupid for elongated man to be wearing a mask. Here is my question. <laughs> Why is Etrigan yeah. the demon here? Uh, because 
even hell is is like marking the occasion. The demon cares that Superman is dead. Like no, he's taunting them. Look, he's he said, "Let's cheer for Doomsday." Yeah, I guess he said, "Yeah, weep not for the Man of Steel. His mortal he's wounds will never yeah. heal. His <laughs> body what I lies know is stones. Why isn't anybody like yelling at him? They're just like, oh, ignore him. Yeah, ignore and he's like, ha, ha 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 ha, and everybody's just standing next to him, like, "Yeah, well, thanks, Etrigan. Glad you're here." Uh, like, uh, Robin's like, you know, uh, maybe somebody else should say something here. Yeah, it's like uh, proving once again that Tim Drake is the best of all Robins. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tim is. But, so Bloodwind is here. Starfire's here. Uh, the guy at this point in time, the Justice Society had returned from Limbo, and so Jay Garrick and Alan Scott are here, which is fun. Green Arrow and Black Canary are here, and Green Arrow. This is uh, Green Arrow from his. Uh, I'm surly and I do not like my fellow superheroes era. Oh, don't uh, forget Black Condor shows up for a random, like, just like one panel to be like, I don't really know any of those guys, but I'm upset too. Like, uh, (laughs) great. Thanks, uh, Black Condor. (laughs) uh, 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 That's what I was going to ask is who the hell is that? That is Black Condor. (laughs) Brief peek into the future. That is that he is here, uh, teasing the fact that in the next issue, when they, uh, reform the justice league he is a member so black awesome. becomes a member of the justice <laughs> you, you want to talk about a guy who looks like he has wings that can't fly look at those look at black condor's wings it looks like this ain't like, nobody flying with those wings no this no. guy is falling to his death <laughs> no question <laughs> so black condor a black condor is a legacy character that was a goal well um does he actually come from the golden age? Silver I, think age. He does. I thought they were silver age. No, golden age. Um, so there was a there was a golden age black condor, and he was a member in in more modern continuity. Well, not modern continuity, but in the seventies, black condor. Uh, prior to them collapsing the multiverse in Crisis on Infinite Earths, black condor was a member of a team called the Freedom Fighters, and they lived on Earth X, which is a world that. Where the Nazis had won World War II. Okay, that was Richard mm. Gray Jr. Yes, who came from quality, the quality universe, quality the Golden comments, Age. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so, with, right. like Uncle Uncle Sam and the Ray and the Human Bomb and uh, like mm. those guys, he was a member of that team. And but this Black uh, Condor so, is Ryan Kendall. Yes, this is a sick. This is a legacy version of the character. Yeah. I don't believe he has any like real important connection to the Golden Age version. I think they just wanted to use the name. Yeah. There was another he one has after a knife that. as well. John yeah. Trujillo was the one after that. He died in 2011. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that was in the that was in the Jimmy Palmiotti. Yes, Justin Gray Freedom Fighters. Uh, or I guess yeah, the Uncle Sam and the Freedom Fighters. Um, Ice demonstrates a remarkable measure of skill with her uh, <laughs> her powers and creates an ice sculpture out of thin air. Yeah, a very detailed ice sculpture of Superman out of thin air that towers over everybody there. That will surely last. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it will definitely last. Well, it is Christmas time, so it might last a little while. Yeah. Guy Gardner finally admits, if only to himself, that he is also sad about Superman. He cries. He we see him cry. Man. He gets all upset. He got he's got a little yeah. he's got a little guy's got so feelings. My note my, my note for this issue was it, you know, it's kind of a filler issue, but like it was nice that these little moments. There's just like there's nothing happened. Look, there's man. no movement of the story. Look, but there's man. nice little moments like this. I get so you. So like this is like you'll you'll notice that our next issue, which is Action Comics six eighty five, is Funeral for a Friend Part Two. So the Justice League issues, just like the just uh, well, 
the Justice League issue of Death of Superman was more important, but um, the Justice League funeral issue is more of like a sidecar, an addendum, like a right. tie-in. Now, here's yeah. what I, I wanted to say to John. I feel you. And it's nice to have these moments. But you know where I'd like to have these moments? With these team members? In the Justice League comic. Not with a bunch of losers that are hanging around that have no... this is the Justice League comic. Time out. I'm just saying. The team is Ice, Guy Gardner, Bloodwind, a bunch of dorks. And they go, all right, let's get Batman, Wonder Woman, and everybody in here to, like, actually have some feelings because nobody cares about these other characters. I mean, they cared at the time. (laughs) People cared at the time. It was a different era. (laughs) The worst Justice League. (laughs) All right, relax. Tired of you making fun of Bloodwind. He's my... He's my, he's my man. No, he's he is boy. not. You do not Blood like Bloodwind. <laughs> uh, no, even I think Bloodwind is stupid. I was gonna say, Joe, you don't like Bloodwind. No. But I do like I do like the whole like, oh man, it's like a secret mystery that he's John Jones, but he's been kidnapped uh, or whatever. I think that's fun. All right. We move on to action comics number six eighty-five, better known as the battle for Superman's dead body. <laughs> yes. So I think that's awesome. Cause that would 100% happen. It would. And I also love, I love the cover. I love oh, yeah. the cover. It's great. Supergirl with the car. And it was like, yeah, it's an homage to action comics. Number one, yeah. obviously. Totally. It's great. So, uh, and it's a, uh, and it's, I don't believe this is inked by Dennis Rodier. I, this is just butch guys on his own. And it m- looks markedly better. Oh yeah than the interior art in the rest of the book. Uh, of course, now we do get Jimmy Olsen's career-making photograph, uh, implausibly taken from 10 feet uh, above Superman's body. <laughs> well, I assume he jumped and off Maggie, something. And Maggie looks real weird in this. Oh, my God. Like, normal. Oh like, not my. even, like, the same character that's been used in other issues. No. Maggie looks butch as hell, but she's still got this cute little bow in her hair. So weird, <laughs> and, and I like that right right next to her, like everybody's standing up straight, but then Guardian is like spread eagle with like an arm down. Guardian like, spread eagle, so bizarre. The entire issue, Guardian's legs are spread so far that he looks like he's going to harm his person. Yeah, he's got a he's got a gro- he's nursing a groin pull. He's constantly like in a squat that's just like, yeah unnecessary in the absence of superman other heroes have stepped in to fill the void notably supergirl uh who is at her pouty best in this issue oh my god um, with richard th- branson so much power with richard with richard <laughs> with rebel billionaire richard branson and every time she shows up people are like oh wait is that is that Superman? This has the panel that Matt was making fun of last time where Supergirl shows up uh, in silhouette and they mistake her for Superman, which obviously I don't I'm not sure how you could possibly make that mistake. But. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, my God, it's Superman with a blonde wig and a miniskirt. It's got to be Superman. <laughs> right? But in this ep- in this issue called Reactions, which is the name of uh the Superman, the action comics letter column uh, that they've repurposed for a story title. Team Luther shows up to stop Cadmus from stealing Superman's body. Sort of. I think, I think that's what's going on here or they want it for themselves. Right. Yeah. Lex wants it. Right. Like Cadmus, Lex is showing up to be like, pretend for Supergirl that like, we got to stop those jerks 
from taking Superman's body, but Lex totally wants Superman's body. Well, not in that way. Just like actually wants a dead body is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I think that I think that here they I mean, that might be true, but here they show up to stop Cadmus because they talk. Turpin says that they're fighting our fight for us. Guardian says they're drawing fire. Uh, and then Supergirl shows up and she is pissed. This issue is why I love this run. Uh, I love Funeral for Friend because I love the the like Cadmus, like Lois, Slex, Guardian drama. I think it's all great. To me, this is all the the correct little like cameos of like what would be happening around this like very global event and how everybody would be reacting. It's just very like, is Lex doing this for the right reason? Or we we know he's doing it for the wrong reason, but what is the reason? Like it's all very interesting. I don't know. I love this. No, I think this is definitely okay. Look, this is the only thing that's going on in this funeral for a friend. Like this is the only story that's actually happening. Everything else is just people being sad. Or going super grand. Nope. Super girl. Don't forget we have the underworld coming still. Underworld is coming. Uh, But like, so uh, regarding Lex, let's let's check in with underworld. Uh. Yeah. Uh, Regarding Lex's motives, whether, whether he's being sincere or not, he does show up with the mayor in tow uh, to stop Cadmus from claiming Superman's body. They're like, Pound sand guy smashes a chair. Okay, so you can't have them. This is in Man of Steel number 20, we're talking about now, right? This is still action comics. No, still still action action comics. And then so Guardian, Guardian on his little moped, uh (laughs) leads Cadmus out of town. Because nothing nothing says tough like a dude on a moped. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a moped, it's a motorcycle. It's barely a motorcycle. We cut to the Kent farm or Lois Lane, rather, at the Daily Planet. She's still carrying around Superman's uh, tattered cape. You know, she's very sad, understandably. And then we cut to the Kent farm where the phone rings. But instead of it being Lois, it's Lana, who is obviously going through something of uh, on her own because she was very close to Superman. And, you know, they're the only people that they can talk to. Uh, It's the three of them and Lois. So. So good. Love it. Yeah, it's it's some great character stuff. Uh, and then here is the part that I hope Matt remembers because we cut to a little town out in the middle of nowhere where some local, you know, some some local bumpkins are standing around the TV in a diner and they talk about how Superman and Batman came to town and helped them. With their vampire problem. Oh God! And that was in Action Comics Annual One. Oh God! Skeeter, <laughs> which I made Matt review on the show. Yes, uh, it's the best. Oh, it's God. so good. Yeah, that was something. drawn by Art Adams. <laughs> All right, what, what's not to love? Okay, I don't think I ever read that. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's silly, but you, it's yeah, you don't need beautiful to, art. You don't need to go back, and I mean, the art's good. I'll say that. And then, yeah, it's just a lot of reaction shots of people around the world. But this is also where Lex finally reveals himself. Lex shows up to see the dead body of Doomsday. And he's like, so this is the beast that killed a hero. But in his head, he's like, it's not right. It's not. And everyone's like, oh, man, Lex is so upset. And in his head, he's like, Superman was mine to kill. Mine. Yep. And, and now the last time we talked. You spelled it all out for me and told me it was actually going on. But while reading this, I was just like, I don't 
know what's happening. <laughs> I could not put it together. I thought, I thought that they had, you know what? Maybe it's in, maybe it's during Funeral for a Friend that they do it, but they recap Lex's origin at some point during this endeavor. Later on in this storyline, they they finally lay okay. it on you like, here's what's going on with Lex. But All until right, yeah. you so got you to that point. And, and to, Matt's, to, Matt's, to Matt's credit, it is like a quarter of a page. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, a drawing of like a brain yeah. with eyeballs, in a brain in the jar. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's and like up to jar. that point, yeah. I was just like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what this is about. <laughs> Why is Lex Luke like this? <laughs> we see some villains react to the news, and some of them are, you know, kind of like respectful, like Toy Man, not Parasite. And some of them are uh, glad that he's dead, like the Parasite. Parasite's and a huge the, jerk about it. The crooks at the. Uh, Riker, uh, Strikers Island, not to be confused with Rikers Island, maximum security prison. Here's Supergirl showing up in, in her pouty miniskirt. This is where we get and getting the, confused with Superman. Arguably, the worst, most egregious, awful bullshit. It's so in the whole. horrible. This is one of the worst drawings Supergirl I've ever seen. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> she's like pushing her skirt down and pouting a little bit, and she's like. I'm here to stop you guys. And they're like, is that Superman? <laughs> like, no, no, that is not Superman, you idiots. And then Bibbo, poor Bibbo. Oh, God. He's dealing with a lot. And the issue ends with Bibbo saying a prayer. Yeah. Bibbo praying. For his dear departed friend. And that takes us Bibbo. to chapter three. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, and then Bibbo also kind of doesn't look like Bibbo. Like there's, there were, and I remember reading this at time, like during this run in real time, there was times where I was like, is that Maggie? Is that Bibbo? Everybody drew him differently. That's a thing. Everybody's, yeah, the artists were not on the same page. No, there are times where like Bibbo was drawn like an orangutan. There are other times where Mm. he's drawn like a normal dude. Here he's drawn kind of like, God. He's he's got a beard. He's got a full beard. He has not it had a beard it's before not a this. Full beard. It's he's got stubble. a full beard. It's, a Homer, it's Homer Simpson stubble. It's, it's yeah. gray. So right five o'clock shadow. Oh, permanent wow. five o'clock shadow. I mean, he probably hasn't shaved since the Doomsday stuff started. I mean, but to Joe's point, I interrupted Joe. Now we get to back to. John Bogdanovan and his amazing uh, yes. Man of Steel. Superman, Bogdano. Man of Steel, number Bogdano, twenty. How do you say it? Yep. And 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 Lex on the phone with his hair and the guy's doing his hair and it's oh my first note oh, yeah. is like so uh, Lex, Lex, Lex has a Lex has a, a dude styling his hair as he's on the phone and yelling so at like my first note on this comic in all caps buy, just sell, says Bogdanov unchained. <laughs> it's, it's just this art is insane. And I gotta say, so I was like the way he draws Lex made me uncomfortable <laughs> as I read it. It, know what it, is. it, re- it reminded ahead, me of uh, it reminded me of Ron Perlman, like Beauty and the Beast, the series. Sort of, yes. Like, he looked like just like this elaborate, Absolutely. like mane and eccentric. It, but it's like Ron Perlman as the Beast. If the WWE 2015 did his hair extensions, you know, <laughs> like where it's just like sexy hair. <laughs> like, you know what it reminded me of, and I apologize for the non Omaha people on this call, uh, listening to this, but it's the jams painting. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, yes. Hey, yeah. This art. Oh, it's like, I don't God. like looking at that. That's too sexual. I, and I don't feel good about it. You know, like, 
Look, the man, colors, the hair. Okay. Yeah. It's okay if you need to confront your feelings about Lex Jr. It's fine. But it's not this about how he plays for beautiful. Lex Jr. He's it's a beautiful like, guy. Lex Jr. is just like, he's a bad boy. Like, I shouldn't have those feelings for him. He's bad. He's bad news, I know, man, Joe. The heart wants what <laughs> the heart God, wants. God, those lips are so kissable. Look at them. <laughs> they're, they're supple. They're supple. Uh, so what is lost in this uh, in this is that Lex is taking charge of Superman's final resting place. He is building the, he is building the spot where Superman's body will be interred, which is not like at a normal cemetery. It's going to be in a park underneath that big statue that we see later. Yeah. Just like in Batman versus. Obviously uh, we know what happens to that later, but Joe Patrick, do they ever like pay off why he is so interested in the tomb? I can't remember. Like, is that, I mean, he, he, he likes the body. Well, but he, yeah, he doesn't. No, he does. He's designing the tomb because he wants the body too. No, whole, I don't believe that they, no, they I don't believe they no. ever come right out and say that he, he wants the body. But what they say is that he has filled the tomb full of like secret access tunnels. Right. So like what? the implication is that like Lex he could go could in there anytime. Why does he do that if he doesn't want the body? Whatever. Yeah. I mean, no, come okay, on. that's fair. Like he, he he has access to the well, Lex doesn't want the body. He wants access to the body, and that's what he's getting oh, by building please. this. <laughs> We're splitting. But I was saying now. because like he can't get away with like something. Someday something will happen where you know you're Lex Luthor and you're planning to uh, you're planning this uh, scheme involving the most famous person to ever live. Right. And he like he realizes that if you just up and steal Superman's body. Someone's going to find out. No, no. Okay. I agree with that. He doesn't want to go and steal so the body. He does the next best thing, which is take charge of the tomb. Yes. And then gives himself a way in. But he wants access to, to, you know, he wants access to sure. He wants yeah. access to experiments or whatever. When later on, Supergirl mentions it, uh, towards the end of the funeral story right. where, um, where she goes in to retrieve Superman. She's, uh, or maybe it's Lois. They go in to retrieve Superman's body and they're like, there's a bunch of tunnels down here. Of course there are. And the, like, they know, they know, you know, Oh, we'll get the there. Score. That's when we check in with underworld. But first we get, that's a, when we check in with underworld. We get a very sad Lois, like spawn scene where she is standing on top of the daily planet <laughs> with like this crazy purple trench coat blowing in the wind. This is the top of a skyscraper. She is not like on the, you know, like the view section like on the marquee she's she's like, literally yes up on the daily planet marquee standing on the edge of it in high heels in the rain i have no idea <laughs> wait yeah it's just this moment and she's like oh man i'm so upset i'm so upset and then all of a sudden she's like wait for me boom teleports basically down to superman's grave as far as i can tell like it it happens in no time she walks out the front door she's like drums from the funeral whatever oh broom broom yeah. wait for me bang she's like down there she's the out floor. the front door the wall <laughs> clearly says daily planet yeah. building she trips over the plaque where uh which got laid down on the spot where superman died and uh it is now it's the funeral and it is it is You'd think the queen died or something like it's 
millions of people are there or watching. It's a parade of superheroes. Nobody's safeguarding the planet Earth. Apparently. No, no, no. They're all at the funeral. <laughs> they're all at the they're funeral. All, like, that right, double right spread here. is like burned into my brain of the coffin. And then yes. like, uh, like as a kid, I remember seeing this and just like, oh my God, this is an event. I'm which, you know, this is the moon landing. This is amazing. Yes. Okay. Miracle <laughs> Man is here, by the way. Miracle Man is in this parade. Mr. Miracle? Mean Mr. Miracle. Oh, pardon me, Mr. Miracle. He is in this parade. Yeah, he's right there. Yeah. I mean, so he's not, Bart, yeah, him and Bart. Yeah, they're both. Yeah. Well, but so is Geoforce, Matt. He's not in the Justice League. Like, there are lots of heroes here. Uh, oh, I thought we said he was in we, space. I, I do have a metal man. I, I do have one note about this, and this is my this is my Matt Bob snarky question for the night. Is is Superman not heavy? How are those horses? Like Joe Patrick, what's the What's the Marvel slash now DC like official power grade? Yeah, like how much does like Superman weigh? Weights. I don't think Superman yeah. physically weighs more than like a human being his size. Okay, so he's okay, just like a that's linebacker. I was wondering. I always thought for some reason I always thought it was like like you know because uh, his power a, a, b- his power doesn't come from the density of his muscles. His power comes from the solar energy right. that his body processes. I'll buy it. So. Okay. So, like, so I totally buy that. No, this just like, which is why when he loses his powers, he's just like a 200 pound like, dude. We're, yeah, we're burying a linebacker, basically. He's a big dude. But they tried to give him the shot earlier, and it he's didn't still, work because he couldn't spirit. Well, his skin. Still, he's still indestructible, yeah. but he's just not heavy. He's yeah. not heavy like you would think. I'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah so, I mean, like... It, Yes, Mr. Miracle is here. So are the Metal Men. So are the Forever People. Like, there's Big Bear right there from oh, the yeah. Forever People. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I mean- Beautiful Dreamer, Dr. Light. Uh, and for some reason, he he merited, like, front and center, right behind the carriage, is Red Star, Russia's only superhero that's not Rocket Red. Oh, yeah. <gasps> no kidding. Oh, wow. What the hell? <laughs> Good so like Lord. it doesn't like this is like the editor the, the writer was just like John draw whoever you want in here Obsidian sure is there yeah. for some reason like isn't Obsid- Obs- well Obsidian yeah Obsidian isn't no this Obsidian is before Obsidian guy? joined the Justice League really? no Obsidian's not a bad guy oh okay. he's only sometimes a bad guy oh sorry. Kilowog is here why My would bad. Kilowog be here because Kilowog's upset Joe that's why he's here I'm just saying upset. like like let's not let's not <laughs> fuss about who's in the parade is my point. <laughs> But let's talk about who's not there and who still has a great scene right after You're it. being a real poser yes. about this is there all I'm saying. Go. Okay. So, <laughs> uh before we get to before we get to that, uh we get some really great stuff with Lois, who is like ironically being the like one of the few people closer to Superman there than anybody, cannot actually get close to the front of the line. Well, yeah. Like she can't get close to the this, parade route. This stuff is well done. I will say that. The, the so stuff good. they did with Lois where she's like, I literally can't tell people who I am and my connection because of his secret identity and stuff. This was very well done. I will give him that. Yeah. Uh, news reaches all the way out to the horny sow, which I have to <laughs> like... I'm not sure how they got away with that because there's no mistaking what that word is, even if the Y is cut off. Horn. Uh, <laughs> The, yeah, the horn, the horn cell, <laughs> galactic tavern and package store, uh, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Um, we see Lobo reacting to the news that Superman is dead again, upset because he wasn't the one that got to kill him. Uh, he kicks a guy literally ass over tea kettle, which is uh, good. And I, and I loved that, that the dude's 
<laughs> the dude has <laughs> the Lobo kicked the guy so hard that the <laughs> physical structure of his body changed. So my favorite part, okay, I do not care about Lobo. In fact, I hate Lobo, but like my favorite part of this is they're like funeral, sad, very serious. All the heroes are here. It's a funeral. Let's cut to Lobo kicking a guy so hard that his butt goes over his head. Now, <laughs> now back to the funeral. <laughs> it's literally one page. I think, I think that's, maybe that's, that's John Bogdanov having some fun. No, that's Shakespeare 101. Man. God, like, come you, on. You, it totally is. Uh, this is not Shakespeare. I'm not pointing to it, but I'm saying that taking that template of like joke, joke, and then punch him in the gut. Like, so, you know, if what comes next. But this is, is yeah. punch in the gut, punch in the gut, joke, punch in the gut. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's, I'm not it's the opposite. It's good. No. My, yeah. my, favorite, my favorite thing about this scene is the presence of two alien characters that are clearly patterned off of Jackie Gleason and uh, Ralph Cramden from The Honeymooners. For some reason, yeah, the humana, there's, humana, nothing, humana. there's nothing kids love more in even in 1992 than the honeymoon. Sure, so then 45 year old humor. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Back to the funeral, and we get uh, 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 more character stuff with uh, Keith, who would eventually be uh, adopted, I believe, by Perry White and his wife. Um, he is from the very first chapter of the death of Superman where doomsday escaped, he painted that uh, glowing yep. yellow S on the, the kid on the with basketball the cat? court. That's who we're talking about. Keith is the boy, the kid with yeah. the cat, the, the kid, kid with the, the cat, cat's yes. a little girl. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he, you know, he makes friends with uh, a, a, a young friend who's getting bullied. Batman shows up to, uh, stop a terrorist who wants to blow up a suicide bomb at the funeral, which of course there would be. It's just real quick. I'm sorry. So Keith comes to the aid of kids getting bullied at the funeral, of course, because that's what you do if you're a jerk. You bully people at a funeral. And Keith's like, hey, knock it off. It's not her fault. Do you want a cat? And gives a cat. <laughs> <laughs> He says, why don't you hold my cat? Now, come on. All right. He says, maybe it'll make you feel better. Whatever. Why don't you hold Tiger? Maybe it'll make you feel better. And and what was it? Like, this whole series, every, like, teenager hated Superman. Like, every every child. It was the creators. It was the creators. A lot lot of these... A lot the of the issue of this, the sorry, Joe, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. no I, I was oh. just going to say like a lot of these characters that you see popping up are characters that have been in the Superman books before, like this kid uh, with the, with the older brother, that's a bully, like Superman stopped their dad from abusing their mom. But, and the brother think, and the older brother's all mad about it. And, and the little kid is getting bullied. But Joe, to your point, I think it is the creators saying directly to the fans that were like, Superman's who cares? He's just like unstoppable. And he's being like, I don't care. I want to read Wolverine. I want to read spawn. I want to read the Punisher. Totally agree. It's, it's the creators agree. saying right. like you, Superman is too good for you. Little jerks. That's what he is. And now you're all going to realize how good he is because he's dead. And you're all going to be sad. And we're going to rub your nose in it for eight issues, <laughs> basically. Can I, can I say something? It worked. I me. know. It got you. Yeah, man. I know. You got too it many totally feelings. <laughs> but and uh, it's, it's, it's the like gangbuster who, you know, 
the little kid was, you know, uh, Superman. We all thought he was a weenie, yeah, and, and then and he smacks, smacks the kid. And look and, at yeah, Mitch. And, and right, Mitch, yeah. you know, Adam, perfect example. Adam, right. he, Mitch was me. I'd skateboarding around my hand like Superman's a dork. I'm going to listen to Carcass yeah, and go no read my Axel, Spawn comics. You he's know? no Axl Rose. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so a lot of these cameo people that we see reacting like the normal people that we see reacting at the funeral, these are people that ha- that Superman has actually helped in in past comics, um, which I thought was a nice touch, you know, uh, which totally it's, why, it's why we get the re- the grand return of Mitch here in, in just a few moments. Oh, yeah. There's a thing that happens and I and I don't know who this is supposed to be. It's got to be a DC editor, but it's a guy that walks up to all the grieving people. And he's like, get your bag, Daily Planet death issue with commemorative armband oh, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, and like black Superman bloody t-shirt. Like, this is somebody straight up making fun of DC editorial, putting out so many different versions and bagged versions and crap like this. But who is this? Is this supposed to be a DC editor? Is this someone we know? Um, I would not be surprised if it is uh, supposed to be like Dick Giordano somebody. or somebody like a, a, a like, creator not to Dio but it, it, I don't even know if it's an editor but like it, it may have been one of the writers or one of the artists that, I think it's that Dick drew Giordano in. is my guess <laughs> like he would, I would, remember at the time Dick thinking Giordano like, was way older but like I was way too young and not savvy media savvy at this time but I even like remember reading this being like this is something this is a yeah. nod to something like they're making like, fun of something with the bagged edition and everything like okay the bloody yeah. shirt. Yeah, I see you. But we, we did we did gloss over one of my favorite moments in the book, which is Batman stopping the dude from bombing the funeral. Yeah. Oh yeah, the weird I like. Love, I love that moment though because I love that like it's kind of like Lois, like Batman should be down there marching, and he's just like, nope, I'm stopping people from bombing it because somebody would try to bomb it. And it's also like Batman doing a thing where it's just like, hey, man, look, you wish Superman would have stopped you from doing this. You don't want yeah. me to stop you. And the guy's like, all right, all right, all right, arrest me. Yeah. We get uh, a, a, a brief glimpse at Underworld, but we'll see him again later. <sighs> Bibbo. So then there's the aforementioned uh, Huckster trying to sell the polybagged uh, death paraphernalia. He does. He makes the mistake of doing it outside of Bibbo's club, and Bibbo uh, shuts him down. But he, um, you know, he has a he has a heart because the guy's down on his luck, and he's like, "You come work for me, and I'll give you I'll give you an honest day's pay." And whatever. Bibbo again, not looking anything like the other Bibbos no, in the other issues no, we've seen. Nothing clean it's shaved here. It's just clean shaved. By the way, now maybe he's shaved for the funerals. He want to look good. I'll give him that. Again, know. he's got stubble. <laughs> he's just, it's just not as pronounced. The funeral is upon us. The carriage has reached the statue. Our, the next scene is Jimmy getting approached by a sleazy agent by the name of Rex Leach. And Rex Leach wants to wants Jimmy to hire him so that they can both be filthy rich and profit over Jimmy's work taking photos of Superman's death. And Jimmy, of course is like, hell no, we're not doing that. Uh, let's, uh, Rex Leach, for some reason, is being uh, followed by two beefy-looking gun-toting dudes. Yeah, with guns. Uh, he wants to buy guns. the rights to the photograph that, yeah. that Jimmy took. And Jimmy's like, no thanks. And then Jimmy assaults him. 
punches him. <laughs> Jimmy gives him a backhand. Yeah, yeah. Back but with the sound you, Zoff. Yeah, Zoff. Zoffs him, if you will. And uh, Robin shows up to stop the guys too. And I would say, like, if this guy had bodyguards and that's their job, they're just doing their job. Jimmy just assaulted this guy. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not saying that they should have guns, maybe, but they no, do. When, when I again, when I remember reading this and and. I was like, are these characters from another book? And I just don't know who they are. Yes. Should they be dangerous characters? Yeah. Not the goons, but Rex Leach will come back very shortly as the, uh, as the shyster agent of Superboy. Oh, he is. I think he must, he, I, I believe he shows up during reign of the Superman. Because yeah, he convinces, you're totally right. Because they try to copyright the name Superman. All right, we'll uh, get there. We'll get the there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get anyway, there. so Rex comes back. I'm not saying he's impressive here, but he's much less intimidating in the future. I think they they make him much more pathetic um, coming up. Uh, There's also but, a great shot here where uh, Tim is all of a sudden missing his pants. Yep. He's missing his pants. Yes. Tim is missing <laughs> his pants. And in the next Col- scene. Coloring this up. And in the next scene, uh, we see the bustiest Wonder Woman one yeah. ever drawn. <laughs> like, hands down. Like, this oh, Wonder that Woman. can't possibly be true. Uh, look and how busty she seen, is. We've seen bustier. I mean, I mean it's, look it's at egregious, her, but her we've seen Her waistline bustier. versus her bust is insane. Like, again, not saying it's not. Not saying she's not, but come on now. We've been reading the and Bogdan And Bogdanov, like, clearly shows you here, I have no idea how perspective works whatsoever. <laughs> so, she looks like she's 15 feet tall. It's just crazy. So a riot, a riot starts out. What are you talking about? She's in the foreground. She's I the biggest person here because she's in the foreground. And I understand that. But the way that it's drawn is so poor that she just looks like a giant person and everything Whatever. looks totally flat. Whatever. <laughs> so. How do you know she's not? Uh, anyway, a, a riot almost breaks out because Jimmy uh, can't keep his hands to himself. And, Jimmy and Robin, I guess, can't keep their hands to themselves. Uh, and Green Lantern and Wonder Woman step in to stop that. Then Bill and Hillary show well, up. Well, they're not doing a they're not doing a very good job job stopping it because uh, the GBS camera people get knocked on their ass uh, while the Kents are watching the funeral on television. Oh, that and, part killed me. That part killed so, me. It's so sad. Oh. Uh, and then we get a eulogy from the president of the United States, William Jefferson Clinton, and First Lady Hillary and, Rodham Clinton. And if I am Bill or Hillary. I am pressing charges for the way that John Bogdanov drew me because Hillary <laughs> and, and looks like a pig face monster. <laughs> I mean, I think they both look pretty accurate. To oh, me. you like, gotta be kidding both, me. They look like yeah, their like, noses. They look recognizable. They, they're recognizable. They are recognizable. You know, you know exactly yes. they're not good. I'm not they're saying not, they're unrecognizable. I'm saying they're recognizable, but they look like somebody punched their noses up into their yeah. skulls. <laughs> Bill Hil- looks that way. Hillary, oh, looks yeah. Hillary looks like a pig-faced little monster. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. All right. I like that they're there to offer thoughts and prayers. They are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And of course they would be. You and know, and date the book. Them. And grossly yeah, date the book. Oh, as though it needed any help. I'm just saying, dated. never do a real president. Never do it. Don't do well, it. Well, it's, it's true. It's not worth it. Lois finally tries to call the Kents, but there's no answer because the Kents are trying. Uh, they are out in the field 
having their oh, own funeral so at good. the spot where Clark's this was good. landed. This was good. This, yeah, I liked. So good. I very yeah, much liked what Lois and the Kents were going through because they're like the only people that literally cannot grieve the way that they need to. Yeah, everybody else can be sad. Yeah. Superman's dead, but they can't be like, "Well, we lost our kid, and I lost my husband." You know, like, you know, that you know that's a really good point. Like, uh, I defend this book a lot, but like that, if you had exposed that more and played with it, and then also Batman, who we talked about is at the parade and not allowing himself to grieve the way the other heroes are, right. he's not walking in the procession. That would have been interesting to like, kind of explore that a bit more. Um, yeah. As a, just, yeah. As opposed to the other, like the weird you know riot and stuff like that like yeah not that's my problem with this like they got too far away from the stuff that was good and focused Mm. it and focused more on the dumb kind of superhero crap and really bad art i'm sorry this art is terrible it's so bad it's bad enough enough (laughs) out of you it's bad this art is not Hugo, Hugo, this you're art, supposed to be my guy. This art is garbage. Right. It's not. It's not. It's not good. I'm not feeding right. you. <laughs> he knows. The kid uh, knows. So Martha, Martha buries a box with some of his childhood things, and then the this version of Ma Kent, the post-crisis Ma Kent, very famously had a scrapbook that was all like. At first, it was a scrapbook about like mysterious angel saves rock climber, right, you know, like right. when he was out in the world, it was the stuff that he was doing out before he was Superman. Yeah. And before then, he came yeah. to Metropolis and, and, yeah. and saved the space plane and everybody wanted a piece of him. Uh, and, uh, and they helped him craft the Superman identity. It was, uh, yeah, they like, she followed him out in the world, like doing good deeds. And so that's the scrapbook that she buries as Superman is being buried. The Kents come inside and finally Lois connects with the Kents. Oh, Lois. I say <sighs> that we'll be right there. We're on our way to Metropolis. Now we jump to, jump to Superman 76. Number the four. Cover, the four. best cover of the lot. Hands down. Uh, yeah. Melted yeah. My number, one, number one with a bullet. Yeah, it's, it, it's definitely okay. the best. Yes. Yeah, it's a good cover. I like all the yeah, characters. It's just the designs of some of these costumes. <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah, for sure. And you got, uh, obviously, Bloodwind's there. And right. Maxima. Yeah. Like yeah, so, but Crimson Fox Fire. is there who nobody Four. cares about. No. And also Agent Liberty who nobody cares right. about. Right. Like, what, what the hell is he doing here? Agent Liberty becomes a member of the New Justice League. Okay. Anyway. So, like, they're, they're putting these characters in the forefront for a reason. But I just remember, like, just, just you know, like... Again, I'm a Batman guy. I got in comics through Batman, so everything for me is through Batman. Um, but like how everybody's just like sad and their their faces, and he's got his hand on his hip and he just throws it like we're done. And his face is shadowed, like that's the way he's dealing with it. I just felt like this cover was so respectful of Batman and his relationship. Just like, yep, yeah, like this is what we're doing. We're moving sure, on. Sure. Like, no, I'll give you that. I loved it. This is also uh, our, this is also your Christmas episode that we're getting. The right M- Metropolis mailbag. Yeah. Yep. The gathered heroes take one of Superman's lesser known tasks, which is to help as many as uh, as many people that have written him letters as possible. Our old friend Mitch is back and he's feeling pretty guilty about being the whole reason why Superman died. Mitch. Uh, see Slack issues, Superman spectacular part one. Ugh. He gets a life lesson from Jimmy and Bibbo. 
the Justice League rebuilds his house and Mitch grows up to be his very own superhero. True story. What? Who does Mitch become? Yep. Uh, nobody. Nobody you've heard of. Okay. Is he dead? Does he die horribly? Um, I don't know if he's dead or alive, but my guess is probably not dead, but okay. he's no longer around. Yeah. I just hope somebody ate him or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody <laughs> ate him. Slowly. Meanwhile, the Kents finally arrive in Metropolis to grieve with Lois and Cadmus goons steal Superman's body from the tomb. Oh, my God. So, guys, your thoughts on Superman 78 so or whatever we, issue this is. This whole issue, <laughs> this whole issue, 70, 76, while sweet, it, it, it's very sweet. We see Mitch is upset. He's here. There's like people that are coming out of the woodwork and they're like, I was Mrs. Superman because they're trying to make a buck or whatever. And it puts mm-hmm. Lois in this great place where she's like, oh, I want to knock that chick's block off. But she can't because Lois can't be like, you know how I know you're a fake? Because I'm Mrs. Superman. Like, can't do it. And so everybody is sort of in this weird spot where, like, we're grieving, but there's people trying to make money. Mitch is trying to figure his crap out. Ends up going to lunch with Bibbo and and friggin' uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. yeah. Which I don't, look, I don't care about anything that happened in this issue other than Lois and the Kents meeting in Metropolis and, like, Lois just falls apart, goes to pieces. I got upset. Yeah. I got really upset. I was like, oh my God. It is raining harder in this town at this time than it has ever rained in any non-hurricane event. It is also December uh, in the so United States. It's also Christmas in Metropolis in December. Yes. So maybe um, it should Coast, be snowing. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's unseasonably warm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it's it's raining super duper hard. Like yeah. literally visibility is very poor. Right. And uh, the characters are walking around, most of them without umbrellas. Lois Lois leaves a building and then doesn't open her umbrella until after she's soaked. Which she's I sad, was a, Joe. A weird she's choice. sad. <laughs> now, what uh, I don't care about is the Justice League reading the mailbag and going out and doing all the nice stuff. Oh, that's my favorite. God. Like, uh, Cause they, they reunite Mitch's mom and dad and they rebuild their house. Ugh. If I'm a kid and I, I bought this comic, I am mad. <laughs> like Nobody I, beat I, anybody I, up. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it because they're like, they have like, they, they seem so like neutered. They don't know what to do. So they're just like, well, let's just do this. Like, the meandering quality of these issues is both problematic and awesome yeah, okay. because I think it's like, I will give you that. I will give you that. It's fun to see them like, all right, let's what the fuck super, do we do? Superman did this every year. Let's just go do it. Well, I'll go do nice stuff for people. And when they show up, they all kind of do it sort of like they do it, but it's not always great. Like guy Gardner is like, you're going to get back together. Your ex-wife or I'm going to break your legs, you know, or whatever. <laughs> And like, yeah. doesn't even ask the ex-wife, like, did this guy beat you or anything? Like, did you leave him for a good reason? You know, well, like- no, we, we know, we know from Mitch's first appearance that it's that bitch's fault that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he <laughs> yeah. made his dad leave. She chased dad <laughs> off. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. no. 
Um, and I stand corrected. Guy Gardner's hair is much worse in this issue than it is in the previous. Uh, it's close. Previous oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's very close. It's very close. All right. Uh, I think it, it, has, it's, it's, it has more to do with the shape of his head, which yeah. for some reason looks yeah. squashed. Okay, let's move on also, to adventures. I would also say, go on record saying that this time frame of like when I was reading these books and I didn't know who Guy Gardner was at all made me go, I don't ever care about this character. Oh, I don't yeah. want to know anything about him. Irredeemable. His, his, his hair, his, the way he acted, his costume. I was just like, everything this about seems him. like a relic from like an, an era. I don't care to like be a part of not to mention Wait. wearing a green lantern ring. That's not a green lantern ring. Like it's yellow. It's like, it's I, a don't, ring. I don't, ring. I don't care. A, I don't want to know. <laughs> I hate you. Well, if you didn't know who Guy Gardner was, why would you care that he didn't have a green lantern ring? Because he's got a ring that does the same thing, but it's not a green lantern ring. That's my point. It's something no, else. It's its own ring. That's my it's its yeah, own badass like, who ring. Cares? <laughs> we yeah. can move on to we can move on to <laughs> Adventures of Superman four ninety nine right like nothing. Uh, so yeah, we get we get a, we get a heart to heart with Jimmy Bibbo and and Mitch. He learns his lesson, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. A Wonder Woman shows up. Wonder Woman shows up to take um, Mitch's dad back to the family. Not Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner takes the guy's uh, the woman's deadbeat son back to her. Oh yeah, that's right. Is, Sorry, is what yeah. happens there. Yeah, that's right. Um. Or something. I, it's unclear. Uh, he no, that's a totally different guy. I don't know what's going on with it's Guy a Gardner, different. No, it's a different relationship thing. He puts together he a different relationship. He, he hijacks a guy. Yeah, from from a, a, a from a place. I don't know if it's an apartment building or what. Um, but the guy that meets the old lady is a totally different character. So yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Not important. It's unclear. Okay. Uh, so as I said, um house gets rebuilt the family's reunited the statue is here it's complete just in time for cadmus to tunnel into the tomb and steal superman's body finally the story starts again <laughs> it's, only been, it's only been five chapters it's only been five chapters so Three more chapters. in 499 adventures of superman 499 we've got tom grummard it's back and i will say uh, lex jr is looking much more masculine <laughs> so it's looking better his hair is more under control that's yeah, for sure way more under control definitely i don't know if he had a trim or whatnot i do love supergirl's like uh aging cougar nighty that she's wearing it's very dynasty <laughs> at first i had to reread this and i was like oh is he stepping out on supergirl no that's her no that's, that's her. her yeah yeah they're yeah. they're just i mean you shouldn't Wear that costume night and day, you know? Well, but no, but she just makes the nighty go away and transforms into her Supergirl costume. She goes, blink, and like sexy underwear well, yeah, gone. She's a, she's a shapeshifter. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, she doesn't, uh, she doesn't have to wear normal clothes. Naturally, Lex has the tomb bugged, and he sends Supergirl to investigate, which leads to another battle with the Underworlders, uh, because we have to pad out eight issues. Oh, God. And that's this issue. That is essentially this entire Pretty issue much. in a nutshell. Oh. Well, don't forget, Gangbuster shows up too. Gangbuster is here, feeling bad He's for himself. Back. Yeah, I, well, I, I, there are a lot of cameos all through this. Yeah. this Cat Grant, his girlfriend, Cat, is like, "What? You're gonna go back to your stupid Gangbuster crap? <laughs> like, get a real job." <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and he, gets, he gets upset. She was punches a guy that's like sort of sniffing around Superman's tomb. Right. And that's when he is the one who like notifies the cops that something's going on and the cops show well, up. Supergirl's already there. 
it and, turns out the person he punches is Chief Inspector Henderson. So he punches him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, good. Arrest him because gangbusters. There's an, an under idiot. there's an undercover <laughs> cop. There's an undercover cop dressed as a homeless person watching the tomb for exactly these sort of shenanigans. And he and uh gangbuster thinks that this other guy is making a crack um at his expense and he punches him turns out it's inspector henderson yikes right and this is where like supergirl discovers there is something going on in the tomb and we discover there were bombs that were planted and stuff because they had like blown a hole in something it's like smoking and it turns out the bombs so we find out that it was cadmus that planted the bombs you know how we find out they literally put their name on the bomb. <laughs> yeah, they, have their, they have their logos on. It's like if the Unabomber was like, I my whole plan is I'm gonna send out these bombs and I'm gonna overthrow the government and I'm gonna put my home address and real name on every single package that I send out. No, he didn't do that. He just sent it out. Right? <laughs> you Cadmus, you would think would be a little more careful than this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they're not they're they're covering their tracks, right? They weren't trying to hide the bombs. They were trying to collapse the tunnels. I get it, but they put their name on the bomb that they found. I, I understand. Like, <laughs> you built a bomb that says Cadmus. <laughs> like, come on, you no, guys. Joe, Joe I'm, in your, I'm in your camp, but we can't defend them. They <laughs> had the bombs. They had the bombs. I understand. <laughs> that said Cadmus. Okay. They were just using the bombs. We that also get the full-on return uh, of, of order, the full-on return of gang is this the only non Man of Steel issue to include the Underworld? Because I feel like there were only a Man of Steel books. Uh, you know yeah. what? That's I think you're right because we talked about that last time. And uh, this 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 story stretches a few issues, um, and leading to the Underworld. We definitely uh, leading to the Man of Steel issue coming. Uh, so, but we definitely blamed Louise Simonson for Underworld. We were like, "Yep, you did that." I, I think we yeah we yeah. landed on Louise Simonson yeah. being the one who was responsible. Yeah. For so, that. Supergirl and Turpin end up in. Supergirl follows the tunnels that were dug through and finds the Underworlders and thinks, "Oh man, they're the ones that are messing with Superman's body, right?" Obviously, a bunch of mutants down here. Turpin, who has no superpowers of whatever whatsoever, runs down and gets his hat stolen. By a pink head with a single hand that flies around. <laughs> well, I, he's jumping. The hand is jumping. No. I hate the Underworlders. I hate it. It's the I mean, and then, but once, then, then, once his hat's stolen, he just starts like firing his gun. Yeah, he just like, starts like, shooting. He's like, <laughs> someone, someone took my hat. I'm bitch and bang, 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 bang. <laughs> But then Supergirl gets accosted by Yellow Doomsday, which yeah. is just—it's just—I still can't wrap my brain around uh, that. God. F. Closter, yes, yes. Uh, our, our old friend Closter. Uh, we don't actually find out that the bombs uh, in the Cadmus Tunnel belong to our. We don't find out about the bombs until that's the next later. issue. All we know is there's bombs um, that went off, and so that takes us. We don't even know that there are bombs yet. We know that there are tunnels, and that uh, Turpin very irresponsibly pulls the pin on like three grenades that are attached to a goat man. And then he, he and Supergirl leave them to their own devices. Uh, also, Whether we, they survive, we also we'll never know. We also find out that Turpin is shredded. Totally. Ripped. I was just, yeah, man. Just that was one of my shredded. notes. Like, Turpin's like, shirt uh, gets ripped off and he is 
shred. <laughs> he's, 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 he's like uh, he's like Bane. I remember yeah, reading totally. this and being like, "Oh, clearly Turpin has superpowers, and that just hasn't been like revealed yet." Right. <laughs> this no, is not he's normal. Just really, he's just in really good shape. Uh, there's a reason Darkseid wants his body. You know, in Final Crisis, I, I suppose. Like, oh man, Turpin's the guy for me. Okay, so we move on to <laughs> chapter weird. six. Supergirl in Action Comics, number 686. Yes. Who's buried in Superman's tomb? <sighs> and finally, uh, we get to see the Guardian do something other than oh boy, show up late. Terrible, <laughs> but again, it's the Guardian in a terrible spread eagle. Yeah. On his moped. Yeah. On his moped. <laughs> Kicking people with his legs spread. Jumping with yeah, his legs yeah. spread. Uh, falling I think with he's, his legs uh, spread. <laughs> I think he I think he must have studied at the Batroc the Leaper school for kick fighting. But uh he's stopped some thugs and uh Guardian um has a CD ROM. Yeah. He, I'm sorry, he's got a CD burner right. on, on his, his bike, bike on that his bike. records everything on Laserdisc. So he can give it to the cops who probably don't have that technology at this time to even read it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? And this is also where we, we, I thought it was like a whole- It's also getting wet. Yeah, it's also getting wet. I thought was, <laughs> this, we had said there was a whole page where they tell you about what's going on with Luthor. It's three panels. We get three panels. It's three we, panels, yeah. Where we yeah, find out four, what four happened panels, to yeah. Luthor. Yeah. Uh, so the, the snow, you know, for- just for Matt's peace of mind, the the rain is turning to snow now. It is starting to snow. Yes, and uh, we find out the secret origin of Lex Luthor Jr., who is secretly Lex Luthor Senior in a sexy Australian clone. There's trouble at Project Cadmus. The trouble is that they stole Superman's body, and Guardian's very mad about it. Sons of bitches. Um, uh, Turpin is here again, looking completely different, wearing a ball cap instead of a bowler. Hat. Yeah. Abs- yeah, I couldn't identify him at all. Like it's I didn't. Turpin, yeah. He all of a sudden he's like this, just like normal looking, like nice guy in a ball cap and a bow tie. <laughs> well, you know it's him because they're talking about their adventure down in the caves, right? Maggie um, looks like a normal person at this point. Like she's got a super got a sweater. Uh, Guardian on. <laughs> Guardian shows up, and there are a bunch of scientists uh, with double X that are like uh, Director Westfield has locked the door to the lab. And we know something bad's going on. We can't get in. And the scientists that are here are the adult newsboy oh, legion. Yeah. Yep. Here's yeah. Uh, yeah, not, who, not good. Who have clones of themselves, child clones of themselves. Which you something. know, that's not weird. That's just what you do. <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, this was this was the start of just the clone bullshit for the next decade. Like, just inundated the comics industry just with clones for no reason. Ugh. There are, yeah, certainly a lot of clones. Uh, well, but the whole excuse was like to bring back, like we want to bring back Jack Kirby's kid gang. So there's no good way to do it other than to say the kid gang. They grew, grew up to be up. scientists. They grew, they grew, grew up. All of them grew up to be all geneticists. All of them grew up, became geneticists, right. and then made kid clones of themselves. <laughs> yes. So we could have the kid gang again. My uh, God. So <laughs> they, they finally bust in and they discover that Director Westfield has stolen Superman's body. Um, uh, I guess Guardian tries to choke him out. Guardian's, it's unclear. He's it's a very poorly drawn panel. Yeah. <laughs> 
The art here and, is bad. Uh, the art here is very and, bad. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, Westfield's argument is that we is that we think we can bring Superman back to life, just like we brought you back to life. Uh, of course, Guardian doesn't buy that for a second because director Westfield is a um, an opportunistic mad scientist. He wants he wants power and profit and. He does not. He has does not have the best interests of humanity. Well, but yeah, uh, but then like mind. the very next issue, Guardian's like, yeah, all right, do it, absolutely, do it, but use me, yeah, like clone me. That's fine, clone me. I don't care. Well, he's already been cloned. Is the thing? It's like, <laughs> it's like you can't, you can't, we can't let you have, you can't have control over Superman. We can't let you be the guy in charge of making new right. Superman, right? Because you can't be trusted. Sure, you already have my DNA. You, I know you can already make clones of me make more clones of me and and let those be the protectors so the only thing that i liked about this issue was the religious zealots that were at the superman oh too. my god that's exactly what i know awesome. i thought that, that was exactly kind of religious cool. zealots, yeah. the weird that cult of superman the that they were like oh he's our he's our hero our, our god has died or like i thought that was pretty cool everything else in this issue yeah whatever it's complete throwaway uh, so, everything else was needed it just could have been a third of the length we didn't need it all and right, you're exactly. right it could have been the, two the, pages the cult, yeah the, exactly and the cult was so good because it, it was just like again uh, that's the stuff that's like of course that would happen of course there'd be a cult you know like totally totally uh, it was so, so uh, good. supergirl supergirl is back in the tunnels trying to trying to unbury the tunnels that it that collapsed um with lex turpin uh, Maggie and Lex's scientist toady guy. And um, that's when Lex looks over and notices an unexploded bomb embedded in the wall that has the Project Cadmus logo on it. And that's how Cadmus gets found out. Nice those job, guys. Bomb, those bombs were all supposed to get, <laughs> those bombs were all supposed to detonate and they didn't. Smooth um, move, boys. They, they uh, accidentally blast the whole, I believe, uh, to the river, uh, the nearby river, which begins to flood the tunnels. And as we all know, there's a lot down there in those tunnels. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be a problem here in an issue or so. Um, we get some more stuff with the Kents and Lana has shown up as well. And, um, you know, it's just all of the character stuff, all of the Kent stuff uh, and Lois and Lana stuff is wonderful. It's good. It is. It's good. So heartfelt. It's good. There's just so much. Uh, and then they stretch. And then they stretch. Uh, they stretched a B plot over the course of eight issues yes. more than it shouldn't have been. Yeah. So next up, we get Legacy of Superman number one. I would argue this skip that. is the best cover because it's Arthur Adams and, and only well, that's Art Adams. But that's only. not really part of the funeral for a friend. That's it's just not. a special that it's was not. included in the. But trade. only Art Adams could make Gangbuster look this cool. <laughs> yeah. But we have to talk about Walt Simonson's uh, Oron the the cat Oron, the cat yeah. no, the Cadmus director. How insane he! Looks. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah, he looks like a crazy person. Yeah, and this oh okay. God. So this is where we get the full-on kid newsboy legion that is just allowed to run around Cadmus apparently doing yeah. their crazy kid stuff. <laughs> and I, I feel like the Walt Simonson here is more. It's like more Calvin and Hobbes than he normally is. I don't know. It just oh, feels yeah. more like it's like very newspaper serial. Yeah, it's it's wild. The it's very issue is wild. Yeah, but we can skip this issue, right? There's nothing. This is all. Well, just yes, like, I. In, this was on yeah. my list of issues to skip. Okay, it was um, terrible. They, so they <laughs> they basically the 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 big thing that happens in this issue 
basically they create a, a, a character similar to the vision in that it's yeah. like encoded with guardians DNA, right? but it's like super powered and whatever he leaves earth and he shows up like one other time. Okay. But I will uh, say, I totally forgot about Oran until I read this. I kids completely everywhere. Him. Completely forgot about him. Kids everywhere that were reading the deaths of Superman and they were really upset. And they were like, how is this going to affect God? You know, everybody in Metropolis, like most importantly, I want to know what is happening to Rose and Thorn. You know, Rose like, and Thorn. that um, is I a just character. Want, I, just really, <laughs> I think it's important I to, to I think it's important to note that Oran <laughs> has a floppy disk drive on his um you know enhanced body. Yeah, eat that vision. Vision body. doesn't have a disk drive. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. It doesn't. Oh, and All this right. is also where we get the oh god, we get the kid that can uh, fly on the oh, magic carpet. Sinbad. He doesn't have a magic carpet. He's got telekinesis. He doesn't have a magic carpet. Okay, his oh. name is Sinbad. He has a picnic on a flying carpet at one point. I apologize. Okay. Is this the issue with the backup thorn? story yeah yes it's got yeah rose and thorn oh, story this is the rose yeah, and thorn story right, that i brought up saying that yeah pure yeah, garbage uh, but yeah so it's bad. Pure story. garbage it's not a flying carpet it's a picnic blanket okay whatever <laughs> come on it looks like racism to me that's what it looks all right. like <laughs> all right all right here for a friend uh, number sc- seven I'm scrolling as far as i can superman this not scroll fast enough man okay. of steel number 21 is where so we're back to the real story here Superman, Man of Steel 21. Uh, I like this cover as well. I think it's very It's a good cover. Affecting. It's a good cover. Uh, we're back to Bogdanov. And um, Lois is dreaming about Superman drowning in a whirlpool and she can't save him. And then it's bad news. Uh, but then she finds out that the city is flooding for real because of the Cadmus bomb. <laughs> and the underworlders are taking the brunt of it. And there is a turtle snail thing helping people out there's like a big stretchy guy yep. later on there's a frog that holds people in his in his no, frog's awesome yeah it's like a frog submarine but, but, but here's the thing this is the this is where the underworld i feel like kind of redeemed from a story perspective i cared about it finally because i was like oh like something's happening down there okay <laughs> i did not care about yeah. that because the underworld teams up with the newsboy legion and super <laughs> lois to Lois, rescue yeah. Superman's body. This is so, the worst. Uh, all right, let's <laughs> not jump ahead. This is the um, worst. <laughs> all right, the the Kents, the Kents, uh, the Kents have made it home, and Pa Kent is um, experiencing some vivid memories of Clark's time as a boy, so good. and it's like super duper sad dad stuff. A decision is made about what to do with Superman's body. Lois uh, shows up in a frog suit, uh, a, a wetsuit, I guess. I, I uh, Do they call them frog suits? Frog no, they don't call suit? them frog suits. They call it a wetsuit. Wet I thought they sometimes they're called frog no, suits. No, maybe that's only if you're a frog suit. man. There are three people that crawl into a frog and swim around. Later. Yes, I know, but I'm thinking of like a military, you know, frog man. They call them frog. Man. Um, but yeah, there's a there's Ribbit, which is spelled with one B oh, instead of God. two. That's his name. And he's the frog you can sit in, which is great. The and sea Cadmus lion is flooding as well because you know they tunneled out of there to get Superman's body, and so Lois finally shows up with the Newsboy Legion. She is actually unable to save Superman's body before she is discovered, so they have to leave him behind. And that's the end of this issue. But. 
here is Flippa Dippa in his oh, outfit, uh, just like uh, it's Casual Friday at Project Cadmus, and Flippa Dippa is dressed in his own wetsuit. Yeah, because you never know when you're going to need it. He's always wearing it. That's that's what he does. He always he's wears always his wearing it. He's yeah. Flippa Dippa. Yeah, I hated this issue. <laughs> I hated this so, uh, we, so know, we we know it, you hated it, this but again great, but I, one thing i will say for it though is is what it did for a young john Tverdick is that i remember and i'm looking at the panel right now uh i when lois is in the frog suit and <laughs> running down the hall God. with uh the newsboys and part of the underworld dudes and a hippie with long hair yeah. running down <laughs> the cadmus <laughs> halls and i remember reading this as a kid and going if you can dream it up it's possible oh, this is so fucking insane john this sucks. <laughs> no i'm not saying it's good but i remember reading this and going oh there's no rules no like, there there's no rules there are no rules there are no rules now yeah, i will say there's no rules to creativity if you can dream it and somebody will pay for it and publish it and distribute it you can put your art out there because I, I just remember being like, this is insane. It's yeah, like, this is crazy. It's terrible. And now here's the problem. They, they that. juxtapose that garbage with the death of Superman's dad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like, the yeah. like way to get ahead of us. We get like here. the most, the, the most touching thing. The only thing that is important in this comic book is the fact that like, we're seeing the Kents deal with like you know the death of their son they're super upset that is fantastic it's excellent and the book yes. ends with the gut punch of jonathan kent having a heart attack and this is mere yeah, moments dude. after flip a dippa and a sea lion <laughs> that speaks in pictures helps try to rescue superman's body like yeah uh the, the last panel why? of her holding him and yelling jonathan yeah he I, he is so He's drawn so lifeless. Like it's so it's great. She's like, like Oh, Jonathan, so not you too. Not you too. Yeah. And she's like, John, like, this is a moment. This is oh. beautiful. No, is I'm gonna cry right and now. you it's put so that bad. other crap in this same comic book. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Why would you do this? All right. That takes I us love to. It. That takes us. I love it too, John. I like that, that part us. of it is beautiful. <laughs> Just uh, all right. If it up. was all, if, sorry, if real quick, if it was all that, you would go, this is schlocky. Introduce something to like jazz it up. Give me something that's going to make it interesting. John, it's you already schlock on the other side. It's eight issues of this schlock is what I'm <laughs> saying. He would be. You're absolutely and they right. padded it out with different schlock. <laughs> that's all they did. All right. <laughs> All right, we get it, Matt. We got the memo at the beginning of the last episode right. of this podcast. Let's get to Lex's like nipples, please, in the pages of Superman. <laughs> Funeral for a friend number eight, 70, number seventy-seven, seven. which opens. Uh, I, think we're close. I, I think we're close to converting Matt. I think he's. Do you think he's in? Yeah, boy, I he think we're. I think we're there. All right, <laughs> here we go. As we near the end of the world's longest funeral, we learn that Lex is a really poor sport. Killing a sparring partner that gets the best of him. Don't worry. She gets better. True story. Pa Kent has a massive heart attack and has rushed to the hospital. Jimmy Olsen makes Bank selling one of his photos to Newstime uh, for the cover of their Superman tribute issue. Remember, their publisher is secretly the devil. Oh, that's right. That's right. True story. Again, 
there's a lot of things that don't sound like they would be true, but they are. Supergirl and some Jack, uh, some of Jack Kirby's wackier DC creations help Lois liberate Superman's body Oof. and finally lay it to rest just in time for Lex Luthor's last laugh and for Pa Kent to die. Or does he? So this issue opens with the most terrifying glimpse of Lex's nipples that is hairless chest staring at you they are literally just, <laughs> like looking at you straight in the eye they are spotlights they're like mushroom head. caps they're mushroom caps like lex put those they things are, away baby they are standing at full attention <laughs> like i already uh, want to no, kiss it, you i can't handle this is this is burned into my brain is like oh Wow. Okay. That's what uh, I you look, man, like. You're just not used to seeing the peak male performance. You know Apparently I mean? not. Little murderers. I do like him in his in his like you weird little. They're literally murderers. I like his. Oh, they murderers. are like little, little I do murders. like his judo culottes that he's wearing though. <laughs> Those are really uh, stylish. Yeah, you know, it's a half. It's half of a karate gi. Yeah. Um, he's sparring with his uh, sexy female sparring partners. Um, as I stated in the last episode, uh, this version of Lex, um, so you're gonna, really had a thing for the ladies. If you're going to train, you may as well beat up hot chicks, right? They are, uh, <laughs> he, he had a staff full of beautiful women. Yeah. Um, we get, we get more here about this version of Lex being, uh, Lex senior in disguise, uh, and, um, how he's really feeling about Superman's death when he wasn't the one that was able to kill him. And then while he's distracted, this this woman who is wearing a karate gi with nothing under it, like no like sports bra or undershirt or anything. No, She's no, just no. like letting it all hang out. Uh, she gets the she gets the drop on Luthor and kicks him in the face. And uh, he's very upset. Lois shows up in a shirt and a tie and a sport jacket. Yeah, she's very smartly she dressed. She looks here. like uh, like Linda Rodstad. Like she looks like a it looks very, like Paula like, Poundstone. Yeah, she, I, yeah, <laughs> that's good. Man. Paula Poundstone. Yeah, like Laugh Factory, nineteen eighty nine, Comedy Central. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's uh, it. yeah, totally. Uh, Lois has written an expose about Cadmus stealing Superman. Lex is, of course, outraged because how they're how dare they do something that. Uh, you know, he reserved for himself. Jonathan Kent is rushed to the hospital. Uh, Ma is just begging him to hang on. He's still hallucinating or having memories, I guess. Uh, lucid visions. He is actually seeing visions of Clark before his eyes, which is not a good sign. Or maybe it is because it's the DC universe and maybe we're supposed to take it literally. I'm not sure. Yeah, because like the well. No spoilers, but the ghost of Clark kind of like brings Ooh, him uh, back? I will give you a spoiler, and that is literally what happens. Okay. That's, yeah. that's Because that, that, that's how that, I took it, and I was like... It's, yeah, no, you're not... That's exactly what's supposed to, what it's supposed to be. Because in Adventures of Superman 500, they are in the afterlife together. Okay. Fighting it out. So that fighting is... Not fighting each other, fighting their way out. That, fighting yeah. their way out, yeah. Is what's happening here. That though. is the ghost yeah. of Superman, yes. Check. Now, uh, <laughs> uh, they, they also they also play it. They play it off like Jonathan may have been hallucinating the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, because I'll never know for sure. That's sort of where I was at. I was like, well, I mean, I think that's what's happening, but this sure seems a little more than that. So. Yeah, no, it's... Rules. I, I, at least it. right now, we're taking it at face value. Um, there's the Jimmy Olsen thing with the cape. Sasha, the girl who kicked Lex in the face, uh, is in the locker room changing. 
and she is murdered by Lex Jr. Once she is alone in the locker room. First, we get a shot of her in her bra, though, and that's what matters. We get a shot right? of her in her bra. Yeah. Just again. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is. That's something. But yeah. It is um, not sexy. <laughs> so uh, a brief uh, a brief aside about Sasha, the uh, kickboxer. The following year, there will be an event that goes across all of DC's annuals called Bloodlines. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. And it actually it, it comes out during the reign of Superman, actually. Right. Because that you issue, read a Bloodlines like, issue, I think, on the show once, Matt. Oh like, yeah. I think for you guys uh, Oh yeah, oh, we yeah. definitely did. Absolutely. Yeah. In that annual, uh that I believe it's the Action Comics annual, um, one of the alien parasites that comes to earth and and drinks people's spinal fluid or whatever it is they're doing so does this happen at the same time that this like she, they find her dead so they body find, they, they, they find her body in like a, a landfill or something okay like, like where aliens. Lex threw it or whatever yeah like okay. where the body's disposed of the aliens find it and, he, okay. and they're like ah snack like the fat one's like oh yeah delicious and then takes a bite and it's like oh no it's spoiled um, but the parasite or the, the bite at which was the, the theme of bloodlines, uh, jump starts her metagene <sighs> like it did for characters like gunfire okay. <laughs> and Hitman. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, uh, she is restored, but she's got superpowers. So, so this character, Sasha comes back. Well, I'm just glad Sasha's okay. That's, uh, yeah. Right. That's oh, good. she's not okay, but she's back. Well, I'm feeling better. <laughs> that- I don't know. Joe, you know, I'm all in on Death Superman Nightfall. Let's just get into all this stuff. I don't know if I could do Bloodlines again. <laughs> I, don't want I, bloodlines. I, I remember reading it at the time and just being like, I'm young, but I'm too smart to know that this is just your attempt at like jumpstarting an X universe in DC. Right. And it's not going to yeah. work. No one buys it. This is bad. Yeah. Blood, bloodlines, bloodlines has exactly one bright spot bright spot going for it and that is hitman, hitman by yeah. garth ennis and john mccray all right let's get back to this um, we got to finish this up come on <laughs> yes we do Sorry, um so <laughs> Jesus, lois, um, <laughs> lois is trying lois is trying to get to cadmus which is where she runs across the are they, are they called they're called the harrys well first lois kind of has like a superman ghost thing too Right, she's sleeping. Uh, well, she's just having a dream she's or something. Or, uh, okay, she's she's, she's having a she's dream. Breathing. She's sleeping. Yeah, like she does. She she dozed off while Supergirl's flying her to Cadmus, and then the the Harrys show up. The Jack Kirby biker gang from the pages of Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, who just cruise uh, around the woods in gigantic trikes. Well, <laughs> that's because out here is where that big uh, forest city is. I know, habitat. I know, but like, up. what do these people do for a living, Joe? What do they eat? What are the Harrys They live off doing? the land, man. They live off the land, man. God, I, um, I don't know. I don't actually know anything about the Harrys other than Jack Kirby created them. Yeah. Um, they make it into the Cadmus tunnels. Things are... Uh, Supergirl flies ahead of them, and she has torn the place to shreds. She is upset. And here we find, finally, Superman's body reclaimed, and they escape. Now, as it ends, they... Uh, they inter Superman in his tomb where he belongs. Somehow Lex convinces Lois and Supergirl to leave him alone in the tomb. He to says pray. he's going to pray. <laughs> and Sounds, that's you know. where we find out uh, like Lex's gotcha moment where he's like, I won. I did it. I knew I'd be the one to bury you. And I like, if only I had the chance to kill you, I killed that, that witch Sasha because she showed me up in public. 
And I would have done it to you too, but I did it just to sell, just to prove that I could to prove that I was still the King and they're going to find her body tomorrow. And it, all the evidence is going to point to a janitor at LexCorp an ex con that I'm framing. He'll deny it. Nobody will believe him. And it's nothing you can do about it because you're dead. Son of a and that's, bitch. Lex's, Lex's <laughs> last laugh. Yeah. And then uh, Pa Kent dies. His heart, he flatlines. And the issue ends with him having a vision of Superman taking him to the great beyond. And that's the end. Yeah. He's like, it's me, Pa. Don't be afraid. And you see like he reaches out. He's like, Clark, I'm coming, son. And it joins hands and the heart rate monitor goes like, <laughs> And it's just like, oh, Jonathan, no, don't leave me alone. The end. <laughs> I gut punch. Yeah. That is your end of funeral for a friend. Oh my God. <laughs> and brutal. <laughs> there will there's a so this issue came out. The tone uh, is just so this is my problem. It's like there's things about funeral funeral for a friend that are very good, some touching stuff. And I guarantee. This was all one issue where they had all of this stuff and they're going, well, we're going to do it and we're going to show the Kent. Maybe two or three. Maybe, maybe two. Yeah. Maybe yeah. two. It yeah. was I mean, not they could have, eight. They could, have gotten a, they could have gotten away with doing one issue of yes. every title, not yes. two issues of every title. Yeah, and absolutely. So, and, so they, and gotten yeah. all the important stuff in there, all the Lex stuff, all the family stuff, all the lowest stuff. You could have crushed it all in there. We're done. But we well, had, I mean, but Matt, at this point, they already knew they were printing money. I like, get they it. Were just like, but you are you yeah. telling me when they were like, all right, we're printing money, and you know what the kids want? They want the the underworlders, and they want the the newsboy legion, and they want like the Harrys, and they want the Guardian. Like, I mean, that's nobody the thing, like, wanted like, this. This this can be seen as a positive or a negative. It's probably a negative. But I'm just gonna play devil's advocate, but like if you had started this and you're like, well, somebody's going to steal his body and then they're going to have to try to get the body back. Like you could kind of see that coming. Sure. Could you have guessed that it was going to be Supergirl Lois and the Harry's like getting his body out? No, you would have I never guessed that. Have well, guessed. sure. Maybe, I, maybe I would have liked Supergirl, maybe Supergirl and Lois. Sure. Maybe. The friggin' Harry's. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's so uh, the amount so, of like the cast of characters that intertwine in the, the loose story yeah. of this. It's so bizarre. Weird. The tone is, bizarre. is beyond yeah, bizarre. Teletype, who was the sea lion that spoke in pictograms. I don't like, ever um, want to think about that character. Like yeah. Artie from the Morlocks. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so, so these are the Morlocks. Yeah, they are the Morlocks. I get it. it. Like a lot of it doesn't hold up because of the characters involved and the way that the story is decompressed. In the moment, right? I was riveted to this at the time as they came out. Like I poured over every issue, even the bo- like even the silly ones, the Bogdanov ones with Meep Meep and and the Newsboy Legion and whatever. Like, yeah, I want it all. Give it to me. I, and part of it is them showing like how expansive Superman's cast is. Sure. This is a this era of Superman, this post-crisis era is so intertwined with the Jack Kirby era at DC in the 70s. Weirdly. Weirdly. It's like they are inextricably linked. And like, and I get that because you've got intergang and Cadmus and right. Bibbo and and I all get that, and I, I just think they could have taken the the best parts of that that still fit in the DC universe and made sense, and given us a little bit more of here is how Wonder Woman's dealing with it. Yeah. Here is how Green Lantern feels about it. Here is well, I mean, they've got their own books, characters you know? that 
are cool. But to match, match the fence, they weren't dealing with this in those books. To that no, they, no, were. they right. weren't. They, they didn't. was still stopping kids from taking the Yeah, it was the car, all you know, right that was here. That's true. It was all right here. And we got uh, to spend half of it with these garbage characters that we will literally never see again. This was also a reminder in a way that comics like Superman wouldn't be ever again, really, or, or most comics aren't. The Superman titles were about more than just Superman. Sure. You would have entire sure. subplots about Perry White and his wife adopting a kid. Right. You would have stuff about Bibbo and you would have stuff about Professor Hamilton and they would have nothing to do with Superman. Yeah. And that's what these books were about back then. And I get that. And for the record, all those characters you name, I would have loved to see them deal with Superman's death a lot more than the crap <laughs> that they gave us here. Because a lot of this was just crap. The good stuff was good. It was really good. The Kent stuff, uh, Lois dealing with her storyline, great. Loved it. But there was but, and, so like I said, much filler garbage. Well, like I said, though, they, like, at the point, by the time Funeral for a Friend was wrapping up, or, or maybe even in the planning stages, like, they knew that they had like a bona fide sales juggernaut sure. on their hands. Yeah. And these books were reprinted and reprinted. Jurgens was talking about how like they, they went in to do this. It was such a huge hit that they weren't even prepared for it. So they were like, crank it out. Just crank it out. Whatever you got, crank it out. Hit me. I mean, to compare it to something similar that happened at Marvel, the clone saga. Sure. The Clone Saga was so popular. Totally. Yeah. The Clone and, Saga. Uh, like, it got and, away from them. Marvel. It just got and, away from like, them. And the powers that be at Marvel were just like, we got to have more clones. Yeah. More clones. And it just. And that storyline went from what should have been maybe a year to lasting four years. Right. The, the snowball got too big and was rolling too fast and it just got away from them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all. So. <laughs> Yeah, you guys have said this on the show before. This that is emblematic of just sort of like what happened to the industry because of yeah, this shit. Absolutely. Just like this is a perfect this is the perfect meta example of the comic book industry boom and bust. We watched it boom with the death of Superman, and I would argue that funeral for a friend is a perfect example of why we got the bust. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was still booming at the time. It was yeah. still booming at the time, but like it, this was like after everybody was done it's with us, they went map to how to bust. It's just the, the bubble. Is, yeah. Right. It's yeah. like a, it's a how to, it, it's like a, it's Absolutely. a, it's a what not to do lesson, you know, Absolutely. Like how not to run a successful publishing business. We didn't rate last time. We need to, we need to rate it. Yeah. You we know, I almost it. feel like, I almost feel like it's a moot point because we all know how everyone's going to vote. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> we we got to say it's going to vote. We got to say it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a buy it for me. I, I, I think that the death of Superman is, we're not talking about the death of Superman. A, we're, we're just talking about funeral for a friend. Funeral well, for a friend. Uh, I, I'm going to retroactively include the death because we forgot to uh, yes. rate it last time. But like for all of the cheesy stuff that's in here, I think that there is so much good character work done and that the creators did some really good work despite an editorial mandate to churn out content. And I think that it is a pivotal moment in comics for good or for ill. And so I think it's must read stuff to verdicts. What do you, what, what say you? Go first. <laughs> I like that. uh, that's uh, all right. My, my uh, death of death Superman is by it, and this is by it too. You're not going to get shit like this anymore because, for better or for worse, because, like we said, it's it's a the how to of like making 
something that's just too big and unwieldy to the point where you have the Harrys and Lois and Supergirl breaking into Cadmus and getting like with some random hippie dude. Like that's, that's not going to happen anymore. No, maybe it should. Okay. Like, it's interesting. <laughs> Michelunas. It. Maybe it should. Michelunas, where are you at? What Hugo? All right. Well, Hugo, uh, Hugo had one other thing Hugo. to say, real quick. First one, the first one was buy it, and this one. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, and you know, I'm gonna, I'm with Hugo. Uh, Death of Superman is an absolute buy it. Um, and funeral for a friend, I'm gonna give it a skim it. Um, the good stuff is really good. Yeah, but there is a lot of it that you can just go through and and it won't impact the story whatsoever but you know john is right that those there are those heart-wrenching moments in there that you absolutely need to read but a good chunk of it i i didn't need yeah no so i'll give the death i'll give the death of superman a buy it because just the spectacle alone fun in love it good job you know like i see you working there funeral absolute leave it absolute leave it (laughs) because it cheapens those great moments they took these great like legit heart-wrenching moments and put so much crap around it that i was angry (laughs) like literally angry like how could you do this to the story of the kents you know come on would you but but matt if somebody handed you this and said Anything that doesn't show Lois and the Kents, you can skim, but read those moments like and you would get enjoyment out of it. Does that not make it a skim it? No, I would make I would say that's an inherent problem with the story. (laughs) 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 A massive problem with this. This is like for me, it was as bad as like the Star Wars prequels in the sense where like they could have been 15 minutes long. And then you would have had all the good parts, you know, <laughs> like, but you made me sit through eight so issues this of this is, crap. This is, <laughs> you know? this is pod racer for you. This exactly. Is exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, no. You know what? Funeral for a friend is totally wizard. So that's what I <laughs> So I am actually looking forward to reign of the Superman. If, mm. e- even though I've heard it is just like balls out stupid. <laughs> like I kind of can't uh, wait for it. I mean, it's wackier than this, but it's, I mean, more it's certainly fun. wackier. Than, uh, like, if so Reign of the Superman, I'm in. Reign of the Superman is back to straight up superhero action. I'm in. And all, all four books have a totally different tone. Adventures of Superman is about Superboy. Right. Action Comics is about the Eradicator. Right. Uh, Man of Steel is about steel, and then uh, Superman is about the cyborg. Superman. I love cyborg Superman, by the way. Uh, yes, uh, hey, spoilers. Job, He's the bad guy. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I love them all, man. I love Eradicator. Eradicator. Is yeah, yeah. I love those sunglasses. Um, I'll tell you what. Yeah, man. The visor. Yeah. The visor. If the visor. You're a robot. You're, you're a robot, and you're not wearing uh, sunglasses. You're think, doing it wrong. Like that. Steel it's is over so weird. Thanks so much to the Tverdicts, Mr. Joe Michelunas, for joining us for our holiday celebration of the death of Superman and the crazy long funeral of Superman. (laughs) But thank you, more importantly, to everybody that hung out with us all year this year. Joe and I don't have a show without you, cats. We want to wish you all a very happy holiday 
and a happy new year. It's going to be our last regular show. Our next show, Joe Patrick. We got to do the Golden Beppo Awards. We got to do our best of next week. I mean, arguably, our last show was our last regular show. Yeah, I suppose. But this yeah, is our yeah, last. yeah. But, um, but yeah, our next episode will be the, what is it, like the 12th annual Golden Beppos? That's right. That's crazy. Absolutely yeah. insane. So we got to get the trophies polished up. We got to get our picks in here. Like, ugh. We got to get mailing addresses for all the creators again. What a pain in the ass. Yeah, and those things are a pain to mail out. You know what? Because they're heavy. They're and surprisingly they're heavy. <laughs> but they, they are because of a little known fact. They are life-size golden chimpanzees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the actual Beppo. It's a one-to-one Beppo <laughs> like recreation. One, yeah. it's a, to scale. It's a, to scale. All right. Let's get out of here, Joey. For now, my name is Matt Bob. My name is Joe Patrick. And this is the Two-Headed Nerd wishing you a very happy holiday.